Linux Games Podcast. The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam. Brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux. And beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of a where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scoogie Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course. Features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals. Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode number four hundred and fifty of what? Of of who? Of uh oh what? Uh, the real uh, of the best Linux games podcast being recorded for you very early, very drunkenly on this Friday, the twenty third of June, twenty twenty three at oh three thirty eight hundred hours. I think. Yeah, I can't. I don't have my glasses. I don't know where they are. Oh, there they are. Crack engineer Ivor Molina, who is in charge of my glasses, over there in the booth, holding up the whiskey sign. The whiskey sign, not skine. Ivor, you misspelled sign there. You're fired! Cheers. Mm. That would, of course, make it for our sequel friends. The followers of the one true time and date format, which should guide all humanity towards peace, love, prosperity, not prosperity, 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 prosperity would be like a false thing, like a prosthesis, but 
If you have a prosthesis, then welcome as well. We do not judge. You are awesome as well. Uh, oh, for, that would make it, of course, for our sequel friends, the followers of the One True Time and Date format. 2023, uh, 06, 23, 03, 39, Kevin's Log. We have a fucking huge show for you this week. So, without further ado, let's just get straight into it. Can we go balls deep? Ivor, take them balls deep. Oh, man, I'm trying not to make any... I feel terrible about the people who got killed in the submarine. Um... But I was... I Never mind, I don't want to get ghoulish or talk about that too much. I've had a rough night tonight, friends and neighbors. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to spare you anything, because we have so much good Linux games news to talk about. Yes, so let's get straight to our top stories. First of all, we who are about to die salute you. In this category of news, we have uh, Starship Troopers Extermination dropped a at uh, just over 15 hours ago 16 hours ago dropped their first major update while they're still in early access um this update completely changes the entire flavor and complexion of the game which for those of you who are uninitiated I know we were supposed to talk about this game exclusively this week but we have many more games we have a ton of shit to get through Starship Troopers Extermination uh, is a 16-player cooperative multiplayer game in which you, Trooper, take on the role of a Vanguard Space Marine or Starship Trooper, um, one of three classes, a hunter with jump jets, a uh, operator who is like the medic and also was formerly the sniper or a bastion, each with their own unique skills, abilities, and some of them with bleed over across each other because you play in four squads of four against the alien horde menace, the bugs on Balaka. Good morning, Balaka! That's how I like to start every game. So, just when I thought that after like what, 30 hours? Of playing this game, uh, let me. Ivor, you're fired. Thirty nine hours, just over thirty. Yeah, so it was just over, maybe, yeah, thirty seven hours of playing this game. I started to get a little bored because it's only the same map, and you're always welcome, Velaka. You're welcome, uh, United Federation, whatever the fuck. People, we take you live now to Velaka, where our extraordinary space vanguard attempts to, you know, take over, you know, reclaim the precious resources stolen by whatever, whatever fascist message you want to send. Um, but it's totally cooperative. It's not a versus game, and you need every. You used to need kind of most people pulling on the same rope. But everyone kind of leveled up every... game still in early access. Everyone kind of leveled up all their classes. I... (coughs) maxed them out. I never leveled up Bastion, 
But I leveled up Hunter and the Operator because they were the two best classes, in my opinion. <coughs> um, sorry, my allergies are going nuts because it is fucking windy as all goddamn hell out here in Vegas right now. And I was outside for like two hours, and if I take an allergy pill, I'm going to fucking pass out. And I wanted to get this news to you immediately, because it's important. It involves these changes to Starship Troopers extermination. The crucial thing about Starship Troopers... I, I know, we're, we're just going. We're going. No, Ivor. I know. I know. You didn't do the rundown. That's why you're fired. So, in Starship Troopers Extermination, you take on one of these three roles, and that's the only role you'll have for the entire mission. It's 16 against an endless fucking horde of bugs. And there are multiple different types of missions, but they're all basically the same. They all ultimately end up with you building a base uh, to withstand the final alien horde onslaught as you pump out the sweet, sweet intelligence nectar using your quote-unquote arc to harvest the plant's last dying husk of resources which the bugs I mean, trust me, they know fear! Um, you're a fascist vanguard of it's, it's, it's brilliant, it's brilliant and the players who play it are generally very cool crucial to this game is the idea of voice communication, it runs great so far on Linux and early access I very much encourage you if you were at all a fan of the novel or of the movie and you want to play this on your Linux box play it now because one, I've gotten 30 hours of some of the most or over 30 hours of the most fucking insane carnage that I've ever seen in a video game <coughs> delivered to me with the same fucking weapons and everything this will be a theme of today's episode that are from the movies um, but it encourages and prior to today's update it used to only mildly encourage teamwork and squad based you know, blah. This is in real time in a form of a first-person shooter. Post today's update, they've rebalanced all the weapons, and they've added mutators to every map. They change every hour. The mutators are three random effects that, if you're not playing on little girl mode, no offense to little girls, um, meaning easy mode. Easy mode is like the training mode. It's training wheels. There's a tutorial, but whatever. If you're playing on normal or hard, what happened today makes normal play twice as hard as the old hard mode used to play. And hard now plays like it should be called heroic. The idea of these mutators is really profound. The three biggest ones, so three random effects are assigned to your mission, and you don't get to see them before you sign up. Takes mere moments to matchmake. They have servers on all continents and all parts of the world. So, like, there's, you know, US West, they have servers in Australia, they have servers, they have, like, five servers in Asia. Awesome. Awesome shit. So, it takes mere 
minutes, like not minutes, mere moments to match make. Try saying that five times fast when you've had a particularly disappointing night at the bar. Um, man, I'm depressed, but I'm excited to bring you this news from Valaka. What was once a pro forma game where individuals could go off and do whatever the fuck they wanted if they were very clever and very very crafty and very resourceful and very master and mastered every aspect of their class is now a fucking balls to the wall you will fucking work with your other teammates or you will die and voice voice communication is now absolutely fundamental and essential and effortless the game continues to integrate this whole fucking squad based feeling that you get from the movies this hyperbolic fascistic resource you know rapacious war of choice and conquest and resource gathering from these bugs who live on this fucking planet they've added a new mission type but it's really the mutators and the rebalancing of all the weapons and all the classes that steals the show the three biggest mutators every time you play on normal or hard you will get three mutators to your map so whatever you were used to playing before is now quite different these mutators range from simple things like, oh, all the aliens are harder. All the bugs are more difficult to kill. To all the bugs are way, way, way smarter than you and will ambush you. So that means more spawns, more inopportune spawns, in particular if you're isolated. To things that completely radically change the entire tone and complexion of the gameplay. Like on normal, when you play as the operator or when you used to play as the operator, you could be guaranteed of unlimited basically invincibility because you have a health drone that heals you and revives anyone around you who is down. Well, how about this for a mutator? If you get downed, you explode and you will damage everyone who's around you. There is no way to be healed. These are these mutators are chosen randomly. So, bam, right there, all of a sudden, you have a very different game than what you were playing before. My other favorite, I mean, the, the my favorites are the ones that change the game the most brutally and force the most unit cohesion among your ranks because then everyone starts bitching and it is hilarious and frustrating and awesome to see people from all over the world come together to actually accomplish goals it's very rare in my experience so far I've had one bad fucking racist guy I learned how to mute people it was crazy I'm not going to say what he said. He was like, you know, he was telling these racist jokes. I'm like, I basically was like, cut the chatter, you know, you're a racist asshole to stop it. Like, we don't need this in the game. We're playing the game. And he started laying into me, skookier, fucking, you know, N-word lover, you know, 
N-word this, N-word that. I figured out how to mute him, but before I muted him, I said, you know what, ma'am? I'm going to mute you right now, but I want to tell you, before I, mute, before I mute you, when your grandkids see this live stream, they'll finally realize why they're glad that their grandfather is dead. Anyway, that's like the most worst thing. It's not Mordow, even though this game is like a fucking fascistic bullet bullet festival of fucking uh, what do you call it? Imperialistic, hegemonic, narcissistic. It's just, it's out of control and it's blood, guts, and glory. My other favorite mutator right now is Sandstorm. And those of you who are fans of MST3K will remember Sandstorm. Sandstorm makes visibility go to zero for the entire duration of the mission. So what was normally like a very, you know, be it day or night kind of a exploitative um, expedition you know, kind of a jaunt across Valaka to fucking harness its resources and deprive the bugs of whatever, you know, whatever it is that they love so much, their resources, now becomes a fucking unbelievably tense, hand-holding, only the guy in front of you is the only thing you can see. It is a fucking brownout for the whole fucking mission. The first mission I did post the new update. All these things are great because I think all the rebalancing things that they've done are great too. But what makes this so special is that now you have to get on the comms. You have to actually learn how to work with other people because you are literally hand-holding in a daisy chain you know, four by four, eight by eight, you're like ants in the middle of an absolute brownout. All of a sudden, tools and skills that were like great luxuries to have, like being able to put down uh, to spike like the ground that like actually highlights any enemies that enter into like a 30 meter, you know, radius of the spike. That used to be great just because, like, oh, well, they take more damage. They take double damage or something like that. Now it is essential because you can't see anything. And so, like, you are literally fucking crawling up the guy in front of you's ass, you know, or girl, crawling up her ass, trying to shoot over her shoulder, trying to get people up, trying to find the fucking objective and trying to get there. These maps are huge. These mutators are awesome. And you have no control over what mutators are playing on any map at any given time. This makes it so much more important to actually work with your teammates. And I will tell you this, unlike, I mean, I've I've spent many, many don't get me started about CSGO everyone keeps wanting me to talk about CSGO in the glory days but it does not matter those days are dead they're gone they're ancient fucking I don't play CSGO 
everyone else is fucking getting all these fucking messages too like what rank are you I'm like no I, I don't fucking play CSGO I don't care what the fuck I'm retired everyone else all these little fucking spam bot motherfuckers I hate it it's driving me nuts especially post the update but uh, in terms of the steam client but here's the thing in uh, Starship Troopers extermination oh my god all of a sudden it's like when you hit the Y button which is global chat (laughs) you are hitting it for a reason if you hit the T button which is like the local like closest to you team squad based chat but it's also distance related you're doing it for a reason and you you can be having the greatest time you can be having the worst time but it is amazing to see really everyone pulling on the same rope for a common cause against this merciless AI, the bugs, you know, the menacing bugs who we are actually the invaders of their home. We're we're the interlopers. But they are fucking way deadlier now. They're way smarter now. And all the weapons have been rebalanced, so you have to really rely on your teammates now. It is exquisite. It's really, really good. Like, you want to talk about intense shit. And now, like, the operator no longer has access to the sniper rifle. That's moved to the hunter. That's the guy with the jump jets. So everyone, it just further, I think, perfectly balances. It gets closer to perfectly balancing four teammate unit cohesion in a team that is made up of four squads everyone has to be pulling on the same rope and now there's no more time to fuck around because like if you end up my first round that I ended up playing after the update oh my god it was sandstorm it was super bugs it was like you know every bug is fucking harder to kill and they're smarter and it was ambush which means that like bugs where like they would not be normally will fucking especially if you're isolated will rise up and eat you and they will not stop fucking you until you're fucking dead um so like all of a sudden all of the kit and skills for all the classes gets like magnificently reversed like what was once really important like the ability to jump jet doesn't mean fuck all in a sandstorm because you can't see where the fuck you're jumping so it's like oh all this shit like fucking pings the ground and shows you highlights the enemies oh my god it is absolutely essential we fucking and those sandstorms do not let up I mean it's game still in early access but like think about it you go from like oh yeah we're just gonna go through the motions to like oh my god I need to keep you in front of me three feet in front of me otherwise I am lost it's awesome then even on a clear day 
with fucking the other mutators, holy shit. Um, if you get downed, you explode and can damage everybody and you cannot be healed. They call it like a uh 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 bug in your um combat suit uh you know, medicostasis fucking thing or whatever. Instead of it, like, you know, healing you and preparing you for, like, you know, some operator to come by with, like, their healing robot. No, you explode and die instantly and you will damage everyone. Oh, this is just a bug in the software. Bad firmware. You know, do you want to live forever? I mean, it is fucking rad! And there's some not necessarily new weapons, but there's a new defensive base feature where you have these um, double uh, double HMGs, heavy machine guns, that are in a turret that can be controlled by a single player, but every time the turret fires it breaks itself, so you need an operator there to actually be repairing it constantly for it to have continued all sorts of great teammate based stuff and it just forces the noobs even more so into the squad mindset of we are all going to do one or two things we're all going to either die here or we're going to complete these fucking objectives and guess what yeah that gas my 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 I've been trying to talk about this game for like 3 weeks now so my moral my the thing that I say, and I don't lecture teams or whatever, because, you know, half the time I'm drunk and stoned, but I'm pretty fucking good at the game. And I know the objectives. And especially on hard, prior to today, I'm yet to play hard after the uh, update today. My whole thing on hard used to be, oh yeah? I would jump on global chat. Press that Y button. Yeah? Fuck around and find out. We'll all die here. You do that. Fuck around and find out. 20 minutes later, Skooky Sprite hits the comms again. Fuck around and find out. We're all going to die here. 20 minutes after that, fuck around and find out. And there's like nobody left. Today, the first match I played on normal, only three people, and I was not one of them, fucking exfiltrated out of 16 because in the final stage of every you know thing you have to exfiltrate and those last um, three minutes if you get downed you have to get picked up by a medic or someone else who stops and it is a full on alien horde swarm while you run to the exfiltration to the evac um, vehicle but when you can't be brought back up, like if, you know, because we were playing it with the the suit malfunction thing, where instead of like getting down, you have like a 20 second timer before you can be revived, you just explode and injure everyone around you in a cloud of fire. We, out of 16 people, three of us, ended up evacuating fucking 13 killed in action really lights a fire under your ass and makes you really start to fucking play the game in a different way 
and highlights all the strategic nuances and tactical nuances of that the game allows you to play with, especially as you level up. Game is still capped right now at level five in terms of like expertise, and they're still adding shit to the game. It's still in early access. Uh, I think uh, Starship Troopers Extermination is Ivor, you're fired. Um, shit. It's I think thirty bucks. It's twenty four ninety nine, and I'm just saying this. I, I have to be honest. If you want to play this game on Linux. I don't think that there's a very good chance that we'll be able to play it post-official release. I think there's going to be like a couple months left. I've already gotten um how many hours? 39 hours. Uh, it's It's so worth it. And you'll be able to talk with everybody like a first-class citizen. It's great. It's great. It's very intense. If you don't like the movies, then, you know, you might not like it. But you will see shit in this game that you will not see in any other game. I promise you. And that is why I... This is not a review. I'm just very much afraid that many people who listen to this show will not and end up playing it when we can still play it before Easy NA Cheat or Battle Eye or whatever kicks in. Speaking of which, last week's episode, we praised um, Ubisoft for Writer's Republic and them giving credit to, like, okay, well, we need to fucking make our game work with the Steam Deck. They have not done it yet, but evidently they're still working on it. They posted a weird announcement today that I'm not sure what the fuck the deal was, if it was something on my end or their end, but I'm like, oh, we released on Steam today. And I'm like, yeah, no, you released on Steam last week and you don't work on S- Steam. But anyway, it's still a hopeful story that Writer's Republic might eventually run on Linux. So Ubisoft. Now, we're going to skip our Meet Your Maker news because we have two new and noteworthies, and they will be our feature. Um, We're going to get out of here in under fucking an hour, in under an hour, but um, I do want to make a note that the Steam Next Fest, which is really awful this year, if I'm missing your game, then fucking ping me you know, you know the Discord, the Discord, you know my name, look up the number, ping me on the Discord, because I'm not on Twitter anymore, because Elon Musk banned me, fuck you, Elon Musk, hey, Elon Musk, hey, friends and neighbors, this is Hobart Lipschultz, your favorite neighborhood radio announcer, I want to, I want to tell you about an exciting new product, it's called, fuck you, Musk, the scent that keeps women divorcing you. Fuck you, Musk. The scent that... The fragrance, the new fragrance from Barkin Industries, from Best Linux Games, developed by Best Linux Games uh, podcast, uh, Parfumerie. It's the scent that will make you stare into the abyssal void of your own vacant, empty, intellectually 
bankrupt soul as you bankrupt yourself in front of the entire world like a shameless idiot and blame everyone else for your failures. Try it now. It's called Elon Musk, you fuck. Musk, you fuck. For when you're so stupid, you can't get fucked. For divorcees only. Approved only for Elon Musk. Anyway, so there we go. That's our that's our sponsor for this week. I don't know. I just made that up, but uh, it's not bad. I'm very drunk. I'm also pretty high. But we have such other games to talk about. We have two other games. But right now, Next Fest is running. And if I missed your game, I'm sorry. There's only one game that I was excited about uh, seeing. For those of you who don't know what Next Fest is, it's like... um, It's like... Most of us want to, when we buy a game or when we get excited about a game, we want to fuck that game. I'm speaking metaphorically here. Like, if, 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 you know, your relationship to a game, be you, be you man or woman, Jesus Christ, the fuck am I from He Man all of a sudden? Be you man or woman. Whether you're a, a boy or a girl person or whatever, you know, hopefully you're of age because, like, Jesus Christ, you have terrible parents if they're letting you listen to this if you're under fucking 18. Anyway, next... So, normally, we want to, like, be able to have that full, raw dog, fucking full-on experience. We want the... We want the nitty-gritty, dirty, full-on experience with that game if we're really excited about a game. Next Fest is like the dirty fucking cock tease of the entire universe equivalent of that. It's like going to a strip club and getting charged $300 for every 15 minutes. And sure, you can put your hands wherever you want, but you know, you're not really into the game. And I mean, we're getting way too personal here. I think it's hot. Anyway, no, this actually happened to me last week, but that's a different story. Um, Next Fest is a celebration of upcoming games, and it runs for seven days, which is too short. And it's... I don't mean like, I sell tapes every day, me and Freddie be been famous since 1983. You got $10, and you straight get blast rap all about you and special quest of land. You know, I go way back. Cool nuts, fast things, and Cadillacs. <laughs> Six by nine, smoking burner. <laughs> Moving on. Next Fest, this year, it's God, there's only two games that I was excited about, and I have yet to play them. Um, On Guard, which looks like the pirate game that I've been trying to make for the last almost seven years now. And then a game called Rassant. But other than that, those are playable demos you can download. I would hardly recommend that you take, check, take a minute and just comb through the next fest uh, offerings because a lot of times when these because when the hardcore rappers go soft I like to watch when they ask for an off ain't nothing more kicking like a sucky MC and the rappers want to talk about me I don't stop rapping all they can say hot dog bitches every day what do you can't be a dog I'm sorry Next Fest is really good and I the other years that they've done this 
I mean, it's how I found System Shock, which we will be reviewing next week. Um, maybe next week. We might be actually. We'll see, because soon there will be the Steam Summer Sale. But Next Fest gives you the ability, in some cases, to download free demos that will not be available later on. At least that's how it, that's how it used to be. And every year, you know, you don't know if it's going to be available. But, but that's how, like, System Shock, which is magnificent, the reboot of System Shock, magnificent, three years ago, Next Fest, baby. And then, like, they pulled it for a year. It was, you either got it during Next Fest, the demo, or you didn't. Um, but On Guard looks interesting, and so does Rassant. Everything else looks kind of fucking, like, strategic and stuff, which is ironic because those are new and noteworthies. Check out the Next Fest. It's a cool thing that they do. And it normally presages the Steam Summer Sale, which is, you know, the sale, you know, it's, it's, you know, when I'm on the stairs, I start pimping, and when I'm in my car, I play Clinton, and when I hear your shit, I press eject. I throw it out the window with rejects. Because when the hardcore rappers go soft, Ivor, based him with a new and noteworthy we're going in. Brace yourselves. I was a North American fall when worm in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. Alright, so it's not normal that we do this, but that's what they said when I started the podcast. It's also what they said when I started masturbating. I was... seconds old. Anyway, neonatal masturbation aside, I'm going to talk to you for a moment. This is our feature. Bing. Do you hear that? Ping. Seems like it's getting close. Ping. Hmm. Alright, so, my all-time favorite game, I know, that was a terrible lead-in, went, no, oh god, it's right on top of us. Ping. Ping. We got multiple content. Ping. We have multiple content. They have seen it. Ping. Oh my, okay. Fucking stop pressing fire! Alright. Anyone who's listening to this show knows that I hate real-time strategy games. Especially. Especially if they're squad-based. Actually, I hate civilization-scale real-time strategy games even more. But. A game came out this week that is unlike any game that I've ever played. It's like other games that I've played but it takes the best aspects of all of those games of some of the best games I've ever played and puts them all into one fucking furiously terrifying 
overwhelming, magnificent, no bullshit, ping. Open that chest. I'm on it. Ping. Oh my god. Oh god! He's going to the ducks! No! No! Fucking shotgun! Shotgun! Oh fuck! No! Everyone's dead! Oh god! Where is he? Those of you who have listened to all 10 years of this show know that my favorite game, probably that's ever been made since the start of this show, is Duskers. Duskers was a magnificent experiment in procedurally generated terror and uh, what do you call it? Um, I mean, I was, I still am. I, I probably not still am, but I was the first person to ever beat Duskers in every way. I cleared 200, over 250 derelicts and we ran out of derelicts. Not ran out of places to go, we ran out of derelicts. Duskers was a merciless, fucking brilliant game by uh, Misfits Attic. Uh, Tim Keenan, I can't remember his name. He was supposed. We were supposed to interview him last Thanksgiving, but things interceded. Genius of Duskers was that if you fuck up. The consequences are so profound and extreme in terms of a roguelike. And the stakes get so much higher and the resources get so much slimmer. When I told Tim Keenan on Twitter, back when I had Twitter, I think his name is Tim Keenan. He's he's a cool guy. And, And, you know, we just, timing just never worked out where we could do a developer diary with him I I tweeted him this is like three months after the game came out it's like I just cleared 256 derelicts and I sent him a screenshot and he's like oh my god I beat the game and there's no way to beat that game I was the greatest Duskers player of all time Duskers was a crisis management typing logistic simulator it was as close as you can probably get for most people to get the experience of being like really a legit penetration tester um but it was much more intense than any back in the day I used to be I used to do that sort of stuff anyway Duskers was great Duskers required a lot of fucking keyboard and syntactic skill. Like, if you knew several programming languages, it was all basically done in, like, you know, it was not done in Bash. It was done more like, uh, what we would call PowerShell now. It was done with, like, Windows-style slashes and stuff, but, uh, you could create compound commands and you came up with very elaborate, very rapid series of commands that you could execute very quickly or you would just die I mean the game had no problem fucking killing you right from the very beginning flash forward I thought that Aliens Isolation the first person shooter set in the Aliens universe the first time I had ever seen the bitch 
from aliens in 3D uncurl herself from an air duct in a medical bay at the same time. In fact, you know how much I loved Alien Isolation because our closing credits have always, every episode featured You're Becoming Hysterical which is sampled directly from Aliens Isolation. That game was my favorite Aliens game ever made. Aliens Dark Descent is it, it is not a review. It's a single player squad based game. You cannot control any Marine individually. You don't control where they fire. It's a point and clicker it is real time at best you can slow down time to half scale if you wish at best but that does not help here's the genius of Aliens Dark Descent Aliens Dark Descent takes the best ideas of XCOM the reboots of XCOM, XCOM 2, um, you know, the, the whole idea of having an individual five, you know, five, you know, four or five man team that each person is not a specialist, but has like some aspect of their character. They're all fucking uniformly soldiers. They are all uniformly deadly. They are all uniformly good at what they do. But they all have individual specialties that you've upgraded and and assigned to them over the course of multiple missions. I'm getting the hiccups right now. But the genius of XCOM 2 in particular was that you had to manage the the post-traumatic stress disorder and the stress, the mental health of your XCOM soldiers. Well, flash backwards, 1989, when the fuck, Ivor, you're fired. Yeah, I know, we're going to go an hour and 15 minutes. We're going to go 15 minutes over. I think it might be worth it. I don't know, I'm drunk. Who cares? This game is absolutely worth talking about. Not a review. I've only played for like 10 hours or something. Let's see. What was my best achievement? Oh, and they pushed out an update today. Um, anyway, as of yesterday, I had achievements that were like 30% of people have achieved this, you know, whatever. And I'm terrible at this game. Aliens Dark Descent. So let's flash back to when some of us were little children and saw aliens which means Aliens 2. Alien 2. It's the one where Ripley meets Newt on the abandoned fucking, you know, the fucking Paul Reiser character from Waylon Utani re-recruits Ripley to go for one last big jaunty jaunt uh, into the gaping maw of unfucking speakable xenomorphic infested hell. This time, though, with a fucking full complement of badass colonial marines. 
and you get the sense and it's so great like the other um aliens uh the La- aliens fire team was a great game it's a third person uh aliens fire team elite was a great third person introspection into like what the you know united colonial marines are they're really just a fascistic they're really a branch of this fascistic pseudo corporatized government that does not give a fuck about anybody and has so much like, I mean you know they're mining planets till they're dust and shit Waylon Utani. this game takes it a step deeper Aliens Isolation also took it <coughs> deeper but not in terms of the marines difference between alien and aliens alien they meet the xenomorphs they're just next was it the Nostromo I can't remember Sigourney Weaver in her panties you know face huggers oh hello my baby hello my honey chest bursters really fucking terrifying stuff she's not equipped to fight them blah aliens was Waylon Utani sending Ripley who's like an engineer into the gaping maw of a xenomorph infestation that's breaking out on a mining colony with a full complement of heavily armed badass colonial marines these are the fucking peacekeeping motherfuckers they have those magnificent pulse rifles with the little fucking digital out, out uh, red red digital displays that show the rounds that are left, and they have the APCs. They have the amazing drop ships. They can fucking do anything, fight anything. They got smart guns and flamethrowers. They have fucking grenades. The Oh, I love the core. Every day the core is like a day on the farm. Every formation a parade. Every <laughs> every meal a banquet. Oh my god, and they get shredded to fuck. And Waylon Utani all along is trying to like infect. They're trying to bring smuggle back a sample of Xenomorph inside of a human host. Thank you, Paul Reiser. Spoiler alert, by the way. If you've not seen that movie, you need to see that fucking movie. I guarantee you, if you start watching them, I hate scary movies, and I hate aliens. I watched that movie again for the first time in like maybe 10 years, about 18 months ago. I guarantee you, I don't care what age you are, I don't care how terrified you are, you will not be able to turn off that movie after the second you start it. Now, Aliens Dark Descent. I don't want to reveal too much because this game is the first time and those of you who are a certain age 
will know exactly what I mean when I say this. Do you remember how when you were watching Aliens, maybe the first or the 50th time or the 500th time? Somewhere in your brain, you want to scream at the screen, whether it was the big screen or, you know, a fucking 300 pound, you know, centaur, 27 inch, glorious widescreen VHS. You wanted to scream, no, don't do that. Don't, no, you're, that's a bad idea. Here's the genius of this game. Aliens Dark Descent, you can't control any of the Marines. You can tell them what to do. It's very much like Dwarf Fortress in that your Marines, they have very good AI. They are more than capable of defending themselves under ordinary circumstances. All of them have mental problems. They have defects. They're called traits in the game. These get exacerbated by stressors, stress situations. Very much like in Alien Isolation where you find uh, a space station that has been infested and men slowly picked person by person, missing person by missing person, apart unto disrepair, unto societal breakdown. To the point where no one trusts anyone because everyone thinks that everyone else is a fucking alien and they don't even know that the bitch is there. The drone. The bitch. Call her what you will. Uncoiling. Silently. Behind you. And the Johnny robots go insane. And there's been a saboteur the whole time, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Alien Isolation used to be my favorite Aliens game. This game, holy shit. Even if you took out the Aliens aspect of this game, it is the closest thing that you will get to the real raw fucking visceral terror of Duskers, which I regard as one of the masterpieces of all video game design ever. It has only one major flaw. I won't tell you what that is, but that game, go buy, go buy Duskers right now, by the way. That game is phenomenal. It doesn't have a story, though. And it does rely on a lot of technical knowledge and if you if you know how to code it's a major advantage and if you know if, if you're familiar with the command line it's a major advantage. In fact, it's essential. And if you don't, you'll have to learn those things in Dusker's own way. Aliens Dark Descent requires absolutely no fucking knowledge. And it is like you are playing a whole new original story about the Colonial Marines but in exactly the same type ish of scenario with so many delicate twists. It is a movie that you play and when you deploy Oh my God. 
you will lose everybody. And when you lose anyone, it's that's it. They're gone. They're gone. And a lot of these Marines have like a real sense of um, well, if not for like their strategic advantage of having them alive and well and not insane or not on the verge of a fucking nervous breakdown um, there's lots of advantages to keeping your marines fucking not on the edge of a goddamn nervous this game it is a point and clicker but it is every almost as deep as Duskers was because on the behind every door, behind every decision everything happens in real time you're in the map, you're looking at the map well everything is still moving in real time you're in a firefight everything is still moving in real time you can only designate like the. if you want someone to shoot at something the like you have to either use a team ability which is not a team, it's not the right word your squad you have squad points these are not action points. They are just fucking points. And they're divided into like two major categories. The first are technical engineering points. These are things like um, open a door, like, you know, weld this door shut, unweld this door, you know, break the weld, deploy a sentry gun, um, pick up a sentry gun. Uh, But really, there are three main things that you will use other than break the weld and weld the door a lot at the beginning, which are suppressing fire, which allows you to designate and you don't get to pick the Marine. The whole fucking team does it. So like, when you walk into a room, you hold down the right mouse button or whatever, and you look around the room that activates your flashlight that'll highlight anything that's you know lootable or interactable this is a derelict fucking mining colony this is the first map the first mission is a many mission campaign you guys are trapped on this planet I'm not going to ruin the story at all because the story is so it's so much better than any of the other alien movies that have come out since Alien 3. Alien 3 I hated when it came out but man oh boy this this game has a fucking great story and it answers lots of questions about like Waylon Yutani and the Colonial Marines and what's the relationship and you play as Deputy Administrator Hayes, and you make some decisions at the beginning of the game, and then everything else is up to you. You guys are trapped on this fucking planet. First place you go to, distress signal, you're cut off from everybody else. And you get to experience in real time all those moments where you spent screaming at the screen, either out loud or in your mind when you first saw aliens. Don't do that. No, no, no. Go the other way. No! What are you doing? No! All of that shit. It's now on you. And you're doing it in real time. And you're losing these Marines in real time. And it is a fucking 
catastrophic, unbelievable, out of control, fucking balls to the wall, four alarm knife fight, oh my god, it's a bug hunt, man, it's a bug hunt, we're all gonna fucking die here, this is a fucking bug hunt, man, we're all gonna fucking die, caliber disaster, and it's all you. As the simplest interface. So the first three things that you'll use the most are suppressing fire, which slows down anything that comes into a cone. And your Marines can move while this is all... You, but, you know, it costs a point to designate. You'll have very limited points. Then there's a shotgun thing, which is like, bam, the only way you can get... If you want to really direct your entire squad's fire onto one thing is to click on that one thing twice and that's kill that bastard and that designates one alien that you want dead. Your aliens can your your marines cannot shoot while they run. They can walk while they shoot. They have limited ammunition. They become exhausted. They become tired. They become traumatized. Eventually you'll have to find ways to fucking alleviate this and heal them not just fucking physically their armor might stand withstand the fucking ass of, everything in the movies is in this game by the way and more it is so fucking amazingly good if you like aliens aliens dark descent check it out I, I really can't I, it's one of the problems with doing this show is like I, I have a very strict no spoilers policy for games that involve narrative and this is something that you know I went back about a year ago and I listened to a couple of episodes I, I don't listen back to too many episodes it, probably it shows um, but I listened back to some Tomb Raider stuff and I'm very, very vague about these things. In this game, it is like Duskers. It's as in your face. By the way, the AI is off the charts brutal in this game. It has a unique system for detection and then a unique system for attack. They will probe your defenses. There are many different ways around these things, but this is constant. When you are hunted, you have to get away from that drone. This is on, this is like in the easiest part of the game. And it's fucking hard. I lost five Marines. Five Marines across three three deployments. Like, it's outrageously bad. I'm terrible at the game. I got good at it, though. Yesterday, I ran a fucking clean mission, and then everyone, when I got back to the barracks, this is where the XCOM 2 aspect comes in. Morale was low. I could not go to the next day without making a decision. I could give them a rousing speech. It's a pass-fail. If I fail, everyone is exhausted, meaning I can't deploy the next day. Or the alternate, alternative, or the alternative from that single choice 
the positive outcome could be everyone is ready to fight. The other choice was we rest for a day. Burns a day, which which means the alien infestation gets one tick worse. The stress factor of your Marines and everything is amazing. It's, It's all the best aspects of XCOM and all the best aspects of Duskers inside of an Aliens game that is a really makes you feel like you are remember Ripley in the in the command vehicle where she's like no go 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 we gotta go in there and you know they're running off the fucking you know the, there's no more wheels there's no more tires that's like where this game starts and the AI for the aliens and there's lots of scripted scenes that are just fucking phenomenal but then there's lots of shit. Everything you do, every Marine you lose, they're gone forever. Everything is permanent. It is a fucking banger. Man, it is so intense. And then when you get good at it, when you figure out, okay, all right, all right, we're not just going to fucking evac because I got this wounded guy, we're going to throw him in the fucking APC, we're calling the APC to here, you weld that door, I'm going out here with, you know, the rest of my fucking marine, you open that fucking chest, you find out what the fuck is in there we're going out, we're waiting for the ap- and we're fucking throwing this guy in and get the, get the, get the fucking volunteer, get, get the survivor get the survivor, go into the APC alright, now we're redeploying marines, we are leaving we're redeploying on the opposite side of the map. Now we're going up to the second floor. We're going to weld this door. We're going to sleep here tonight. Holy shit. And like along the way, you, you'll go from unnoticed to hunted. And when you're hunted, if that line turns red, then the hive hunts you. And when the hive hunts you, it is time to go. It's a fucking nightmare. It's a wide awake nightmare. It's awesome. It's It so far is supplanted, and this is a preliminary thought. I think it's better than Alien Isolation in terms of a depiction of aliens. And it's definitely better than Aliens Fireteam Elite, which I loved. But this is like, you're the person who's calling the shots. And the AI is so good. Like, all the Marines are capable of defending themselves. You mean, you can be specific. You can tell everyone to get to cover. You can have five different Marines doing five different things. You can issue, like, fucking covering fire over that way because that's where the motion track you know, all this shit it is as cinematic as a demi-isometric you know two-thirds quarter perspective top-down strategic real-time strategy squad-based game can be and I hate real-time strategy this game is makes it sing it's what makes it aliens it's like why Duskers was so brilliant. There is no pause. There is no pleasant, in the immortal words of Spencer Tracy and Inherit the Wind, 
oh, we, we can move forward, but we have to divorce ourselves from the pleasant poetry of Genesis. The pleasant poetry of Genesis in this case being the crutch of being able to pause time because now you're responsible for all the bad decisions and you will lose people and it will be horrible and there are consequences and it's delicious and terrifying and you will panic and you will fuck up horribly and you will cost people their lives and it's so cinematic it's great alright last thought before we go check out Treepang 2 Treepang 2 is a first person shooter where it took me a long time to get the demo to run luckily I got the demo to run the night before the game released which was yesterday um, Treepang 2 I never played the first one Treepang squared I don't know I don't know if it's Trepang or Trepang or whatever. T-R-E-P-A-N-G. There's a free demo of it. It's fucking awesome. Trepang 2 puts you in the role of a guy, a convict, a war criminal maybe. You have a couple of special abilities. You can turn invisible for five seconds immediately after turning invisible for five seconds it takes like three seconds for you to be able to become invisible again for another five seconds you can spend most of the time in the game invisible you can, cra- you can crouch you can do all the normal shit that you would do in a normal first person shooter you can also control time you can also slow down time tree bang 2 takes this and puts you in the role of this guy who can turn invisible and is also a super soldier and you can carry uh, two guns, a sidearm and a primary Um, and there's lots of soldiers that want to kill you they um they they die tragically as you fucking murder the living shit out of them it is almost as close to severed steel as you can get this game is murder porn it is you think John Wick is fucking gun porn this game is just fucking out of control off the charts awesome graphic monstrous violence special ops monstrous violence it's you literally against like 70 people every time um and there's a story full fucking thing the demo does not look as pretty as the actual game the actual game is very pretty I still get some screen tearing but the fluidity of movement and the controller support And these two special abilities make it... I mean, I still think Severed Steel is the best first-person shooter I've played in, maybe. Well, Severed Steel and then Nightmare Reaper. Nightmare Reaper being better because it's such a deeper game, but Severed Steel 
has its own combo system where like you know you're invulnerable as long as you're doing a stunt meaning you can wall run and backflip and do all this sorts of bullshit this game is much simpler but much more graphic and when you hit the time slowdown button which lasts for, for like a long time and you go invisible and the guy right in front of you is screaming and you're reloading your invisible combat shotgun and you are right there in front of him and you there's no more head it's just a fucking unbelievable cloud of blood as all these bullets come in from all these different directions it reminded me it reminds me very much of Max Payne 1 the Ragnarok level which I only dreamed of being able to record we could not record you had to actually get a camera and record from the screen and we didn't have a camcorder back then because they were too expensive I always imagine falling in love again never wanted to reloading the show what am I to do and you hit the ground and you slide and you have this super fast slide eventually you can dual wield any weapon so there you go folks 1 hour and 15 minutes check out the Steam Next Fest definitely check out uh, Starship Troopers Extermination I mean I don't want to pressure anyone into playing a game that they don't want to play but I you know one never knows how long we're gonna be as Linux users have access to the, these types of games when they're in early access Starship Troopers Extermination just earned another 60 hours of playtime for me I got like 30 hours in it 39 hours it just earned, I mean, the, the new update just changes everything and it makes it so much better. Love's always been my game. Play it out, I may. Uh, also, check out Aliens Dark Descent. If you like the Aliens movie, Aliens 2, I'm not going to tell you who you are. Never want to. All you Alright, catch you next week. Oh my god. Sort of Good idea. Four or five times. Hi there.
There is delight in doing things right four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yaddy yaddy yo. Four or five times. We're gonna have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yaddy yaddy. Four or five times. Matt Damon. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.